Hi everyone, David Harris here on Criminal Injustice. And does the president have total authority? You know, here on Criminal Injustice, we usually stick to issues of, well, criminal justice. That's our lane, right? Well, one of the things that I'm glad I get to do outside of the podcast in my day job is I serve as legal analyst to WESA-FM, that is the flagship NPR station here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, And in that capacity, sometimes the station has me come on the air and talk to various reporters, sometimes on the show called The Confluence, their daily public affairs show. And that was what I did on April 16th. And the subject was President Trump's claim on April 13th uh, in his daily briefing that he had, quote, total authority to decide when the states, their businesses, and so forth would reopen. What was the straight story on that? Did the president, does the president have total authority? My conversation here is with interviewer Kevin Gavin. He's the host of The Confluence. And the segment is produced by our old friend, Megan Harris. Here it is. So, David, is the authority total? The president is totally wrong. The president doesn't have such authority. I noticed he was asked where he got that, and he refused to say, uh, and I understand why. I don't know anybody who'd give him that kind of advice. The president has no authority over what the states and their governors decide to do as to public health and safety. That's just the bottom line. The the governors have closed businesses and schools and so forth. They will be the ones to decide when it is safe to reopen and get restarted. The president has broad powers through executive orders. When it comes to lifting restrictions, does that fall under his authority? No, not the kind of restrictions we're all living under right now. If you think about it, all of those restrictions have come from state governments. If you're in California, it was Governor Newsom. If you're in Pennsylvania, like we are, it's Governor Wolf. He's the one who has issued the orders. He did it county by county uh, instead of full states, as other governors did. Uh, Governors are entitled to use this power because what we call the police power in government, the power to look to issues of public safety and public health in this instance, those all rest with the states themselves. The Constitution is very specific in saying the federal government has these powers, the president has these powers, the Congress has these powers, and all powers not given to the federal government reside with the states. That's the Tenth Amendment. The president should know that, and if he knew that, he'd know that he does not have any power in this situation to order governors or states uh, to do what he thinks they should do. He can issue guidelines, but he cannot order states to reopen, as he said the other day. All right, David, you mentioned public health. This outbreak, it's in all states. It's a global pandemic. So why not have some authority over public health that's affecting the entire country? Well, there are statutes and instruments of the federal government that are good for addressing that. One of them is the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Uh, Others would be stockpiles of masks or testing equipment. And the federal government is empowered to do things like that to assist the states and to put a national plan in place to meet emergencies just like this. But they don't have the power to order states to do what they want. Uh, If the president said, uh, uh, I'll get you a million masks, 
uh, because we have them in the stockpile, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm asking the CDC to do this kind of planning. That's also fine. What the president doesn't have the power to do is to set state policy and state actions. That's just not within federal power. So the federal government can do things in a situation like this. It just can't do what he says he has the total power to do. So can the president force gubernatorial action by just declaring the government open, even if uh, individual state officials say they aren't ready? The president can't order them or their states to do anything. The president can issue guidelines along with other agencies of the federal government as to what the smart thing might be to do. And federal expertise would be welcome if it was advanced that way. But he can't order them to do that. That's just not how our system works. That's basic civics. That's not how our system of the federal government and the states work. The states are not simply dividing lines on a map. They are real sovereign governments. The states have certain powers. The federal government has certain powers. Among the state powers is to see to public health and safety. The federal government has powers to help that along. And, you know, if they want, they can order the federal government to shut or all public agencies in the federal government to resume. They cannot be ordering things to happen on the ground in the states. The president has been using the term war often. Is that just to rally the public, or does that use of that word make a difference? Well, it's such an interesting question, Kevin, because uh, what you easily can imagine is that this is a metaphorical war. It's not a war in a military sense, but it does give you the sense of how urgent things are, what an emergency we're in. And it brings us to one of the best analogies and the best guideposts that we could ever think about. In the Truman administration, there was a real war, the Korean War, and there was a steel strike threatened nationally. Now, you need steel to build tanks and build weapons. And President Truman reacted to this labor threat by seizing parts of the steel industry through executive order. The industry objected, and the Supreme Court, um, its one of its most conservative members writing the opinion, came straight out and said, the president doesn't have the power to do this, even though it's a real war. So even if we conceive of this as a war, that doesn't change the president's power. It's a good rhetorical device. I see why he wants to use it, but it does not increase his power one bit. So even in a real war, the president can't order things like this to be done by his own order. The Congress has to uh, uh, propose a law, pass a law, or there has to be some other action that gives him that power, something in the Constitution. And there just isn't anything like that for this situation. David Harris is a professor of law at the University of Pittsburgh. David, thanks as always. My pleasure, Kevin. I'm Kevin Gavin. That's it. That's my opinion on the president's claim of total authority. He's totally wrong. That was the confluence from April 16th on WESA-FM, Pittsburgh's NPR news station. The segment again Interview by Kevin Gavin and produced by Megan Harris. You can look at our website anytime to find all of our bonus features and our interviews with all the most interesting people in the criminal justice sphere. Just go to criminalinjusticepodcast.com for all of that content. 
You can also help us by going to patreon.com slash criminal injustice to become a member supporter. I'm David Harris. I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris and produced by Josh Rollerson. Find show notes and past episodes at criminalinjusticepodcast.com. <laughs>